You're listening to the Screw Podcast with Felicia Rose and A-Love. They're here to make you come on a journey with them as they indulge you in all of your naughtiest thoughts while navigating sex with nonchalance and a whole lot of Crisco, of course. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Screw, where we continue our conversation with Master Joshua. I uh, hope you enjoy. Here we go. One of the other reasons that like, I wanted to have this discussion, especially with you, is you kind of operate in this area that would be considered like very typical like masculinity. We're on Instagram with painted nails now and like in lovely dresses and definitely curious about what that experience is like for you. Like kind of very different worlds in being a professional dom at the same time. So it started off when I was a kid. Okay. And pantyhose and high heels. Mm-hmm. And to me that was a symbol of, of power, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I've always wanted to wear it, but because of culture and insecurities and just fear, I never opened the door okay. because you, you just can't until you're ready to. Uh, a couple months ago, I have a friend who does hair and makeup, and I started speaking with him about the desire to do it, mm-hmm. to, to not dress, but to feel myself expressing the feminine aspect of who I am and what I perceive that to be. Okay. Uh, so he was super excited and there was a, a really good friend of mine who's a drag performer who we've spoken about gender identity and expression and how he feels when he's dressed in his, in his drag persona Yeah. and what that does for him. And he, he brought up a lot of similarities with me, you know, empowerment, strength, goddess. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says that a mentor of his told him that there's a diva or a goddess in everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, they just have to be comfortable expressing it. Right. Uh, through my time in the lifestyle and seeing all types of people, meeting all types of people, I saw a Katie Couric special that spoke about gender identity. I forget the name of it. I know but, which one you're referencing. I did not see it. And I thought it was fantastic. It solidified a lot of my perspective on it, mm-hmm. but it also changed my mind on some of it as well. Mm-hmm. And it gave me just different views on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the idea of doing this wasn't to dress up as a woman. Okay. The idea of it was to dress as myself in a feminine headspace. Okay. Expression. Yeah. So I was speaking with Phil, Shirley, you jest. Shirley, I love you. Uh, <laughs> about it. And he, okay. he asked me, he goes, Who's your inner diva? Now, as I, as I seem or as I'm presented, I'm very masculine. And I've been this way as long as I can remember. Yeah. So culturally, things I've been into a lot, very masculine. So when he brought to me, who's your inner diva? I've never had reference to that because I was never into that type of energy. So what do you mean by that? Over the top, having to be 
needing your character to be so loud that it's it defines who you are. Okay. So, like, like kind of the idea of like camping it out for something. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. The old school terminology. Yeah, 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 exactly. Got it. So, he sends me a clip, and I'm going to show you the clip, and then I'll speak. I'll, I'll, I'll say what the clip is nice. about. Uh, and when I saw it, it made perfect sense because growing up in the '80s, I was watching a lot of TV, and there's a video uh-huh. of Bugs Bunny coming up dressed. Cross dressed, yeah, like a librarian or secretary or something. But he's very proper. Yep. He's very tall. Yeah. And he captivates Elmer Fudd. Gone. Yeah. Total loss of any any function, besides. With like a lustful look, right? Drawn to him. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> Cartoons are creepy sometimes. Right? So, to me, that's what, and that's what a feminine energy does. Okay. It's it's vacuums all the everything and it presents very powerful okay because you if you can walk into a room and everything stops that's like that's such a, a raw power you know mm-hmm. I've only seen one man I've only come across one male figure who's done that and it was Mayor Bloomberg he's my height he walked into that room I stood up like uh, uh, I, I was like he commands such a presence. No one ever, I've ever seen another male do that. Ever. 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 And I've been around a lot of high-profile people. That's power for you, right? But that's like, his his output was that. And it wasn't like, he wasn't an asshole. He just walked straight. Head back, head, shoulders back, head up with confidence. That was mm-hmm. all it was. But women do it so much more regularly when they feel that confidence. It's, if you look you can you can find it a lot more regularly than men, and it's impo- it's a, it's power. It's you so, think so beautiful. Oh, like I wonder I wonder if women would agree with. You. Now I'm not saying it's a lot of women, hmm. but in the ratio, when there's a power woman, I'm not saying women aren't powerful. That's no, not no, what no, I no, meant no. by the comment. No, no, I, I don't know. Like, absolutely, I, you but know, to visually, women see are it, undergoing a lot of outside influences, usually from men. That like force their power on them to diminish that power so yeah that's a constant like that's something they have it's on all the time right <laughs> yeah yeah oh i had so if you mean that then absolutely no but like, the ability yeah no to it's deflect that is like way powerful so so that was my that was my reference now yeah so now I, un- I i understood what what it was about the feminine expression that was so captivating it was being able to stop everything just on confidence. Nice. Well, you definitely seemed very confident uh, within that energy. Did you feel that way? No. No? Okay. What did you feel? Not at first. Not at first. So, now I have a game plan on what I'm going to do. I'm going to shop. And I'm going to shop for clothes. Yeah. Not for clothes to dress up for that evening, but clothes that I'm gonna wear okay more than once that I'm gonna wear whenever I, I, I want to wear it mm-hmm. that's that's the plan so I go to a friend's house uh, Teresa and her and I wear the same shoe size she pulls out a box of shoes and she says I have some shoes I want you to try lucky that never happens for me <laughs> and uh, they were the pistol shoes they had they had a pistol heel I'll, I'll show you <coughs> nice. I'll show you when I put them on it clicked immediately mm. I knew 
I knew what it was. I knew how I had to stand. I knew how you knew what that essence was. I knew what it was, and it it washed over me. I did a few paces, maybe maybe about ten yards each way, and a few catwalk paces, and hopefully. I was walking in them, and it was amazing. Have you walked in? No. How was it on the ankles? This is my question to everybody always. I haven't been in heels since I was like 17, 18 years old. So I have my knowledge is. It wasn't the ankles. Okay. Holy crap. Those are awesome. Yeah. Those are really cool. <laughs> those are awesome. But they definitely don't look comfortable. It wasn't the ankle more so. Shins? The shins. Ah, yes, 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 yes. yes. The shins. That uh, makes sense. But getting the walk in came out very natural, uh, allowing my body to fall into that posture I needed to. Okay. Was what needed to happen. Okay. So once I put the shoes on, I immediately knew what uh, what I needed to wear. I knew the image. I'm, I'm, yeah. I knew what I needed to to wear. I knew what I felt. I started seeing what I would look like. Got it. So. We went to Rainbow and some other shop, and I walked in and I looked at the clothes, and it was like, "This is not it." Okay. It's it's not it's not the you look. You weren't feeling it. I wasn't feeling it. So, uh, more time went by. I went went back downtown, and I unpacked the shoes, and then I decided I wanted to go to H and M. Okay. Class and it up a little bit. A little bit, a little bit, and. <laughs> And see if I could find something there. And yeah. I, I ended up finding a top. Okay. And I decided to wear leather pants, being that they would look well with the outfit. Okay. And I could pull them off with the heels. I'm going to show you a picture. Okay. And I don't have to shave my legs. <laughs> <laughs> right. Which but, is definitely, like, something... <laughs> I also I also don't want to wear a dress or a skirt until I'm walking more fluidly in in the heels. When I do right. it, I want to do it well. Right, I don't right, want right. To, I don't want to not be able to. You want to work your legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, no, I feel you. So uh, that's why I opt for the barefoot and pregnant look myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, so can I ask you something while you're looking for that? Please. So. Um, one of the things, and I'm going to like have a full disclosure moment right now, Please. just because you're here and like you move me to do so every time I see you. Um, so I've been really like, I think about gender all the time and I have for a long time. I've always thought about it. I've always had heavy, I always say that I was raised by an angry pack of lesbians and like they were beautiful people, but they like encompassed an energy that had nothing to do with gender. It had everything to do with like freedom and independence and like not not refusing to let people see them through a lens of gender. Like, you know, <laughs> this is something like Felicia and I always have to like combat. Like, you know, it's always the game of that was pretty good for a girl or this was wonderful for women yeah. or whatever and like missing the idea of what like true equality means is like not using those filters anymore not being like 
it being a contest, can women achieve this? Like, women are already achieving this, and this isn't a discussion. Of course they can. <laughs> like, you know, this is dumb, right? This is the idea of all these gender constructs playing around. So for me, like, I always, I know and I feel that a lot of ways that, like, we react as men to other people, to other men, is a lot about like our very engendered upbringing, whether it be from our parents, the media, everything around us. And I grew up in a strong <laughs> matriarchal household, if ever there was one. So I, I definitely like benefited from that a little bit, but like you can't stop the outside social yeah. influences of the world. And, you know, I more recently have just I struggle because you know I have I have lots of political views right and so when I think about a lot of our ideas around gender to me these are a lot of very like capitalist constructs of gender right like these are like the dresses the makeup the the idea of what society thinks it means to be a female right and I like I've been in dresses many times. I've worn makeup. I like the way I feel and embody in that. Mm -hmm. um, but for my, like, when I think of soul identity, what I want to get close to is an idea of, like, gender neutrality. And I know, mm -hmm. like, for some people, that's probably non-binary, I, I, I guess. You know, like, you know, these terms are, like, become very subjective even amongst the communities yeah, that, like, yeah. use them. And... Trans identity is really complicated for me because, like, when I think of the term trans, yeah, I would like to kind of transcend ideas of, like, gender identity is what I would like to transcend. Like, yeah. I would like to come to a place where, like, I was saying this to one of my friends who is, like, a queer man who very much understands and feels this and seems to embody it really well, that, like, like, I know one of, like, I attach the idea that, like, a penis is, a, I'm a male because of a penis. It's medical and, it's, like, and scientific. All of this stuff, right? Because these are different things, and right? Like, it, if I want to encompass all things that I... Are, that you are, that you, that's, right, that you are. That I am. And that's exactly where I'm <laughs> right, at. Right. That's where nice. I, because of this, I'm going to show you the picture. Yeah, please. Quick. So, I didn't mean to go on a no, rant. No, no. I was just like, is that, and that's exactly that's my what, interjection <laughs> for myself only. <laughs> that's exactly where I am. I don't have. Oh, all right, so I don't have. A, I thought I had a better. picture. I really like the pants. <laughs> they're, they're very tight and they're nice. very low rise, yeah. so they can. They're not. They're almost unisex. They are. They're genderless pants. Yeah, yeah, pants. yeah. Nice. Yeah, and I like the that. The top with the vest. Is that like lace around it's the least, neck? Yeah, it's at least top. Nice. And I had a bra, and I had, I had, the, the the padding for it as well, because I love the feel of it. I love yeah. the way it postured. It felt like a harness. Yeah. And. So. That feels good against your nipples. I love how too. it feels. Yeah. So, I'm si I'm sitting there, and, the gentleman that I've been working with on photography wanted to capture this, and yeah. some of those pictures I put up on Instagram. And I'll share them with you. Nice. And uh, he wanted to capture this because he's only known me as a professional dominant. Right. Now he's seeing a part of me that's me, you know, right. Joshua, that wants to come. Because we're many things, right? Because we're many things. <laughs> and I, he has a lot of respect for me. I have a lot of respect for him. Nice. The makeup artists, we're really good friends. Same, there's a lot of love and respect. 
Yeah. Phil was here as well. To uh, my uh, my drag queen uh, friend nice. was there as well. Cat was there uh, as well, who's uh, my partner. Yeah. And I was scared. Yeah. Why were you scared? I was afraid to let my body go into whatever form it needed to. Yeah, you shift seem to. a little stiff in that picture. And. That was, that was, I was, my, my feet were telling me then. Oh. <laughs> uh, nice. free, when I show you the other pictures of when we were done, my, the, I, so I'm sitting in the chair and I want to allow my body to loosen up. Yeah. But I'm afraid of what everyone around me is going to think. And what, what part? Like, in like what, what, in if what I way? were to allow myself to sit in a posture that would put me into a more feminine headspace, like crossing the legs, something that I've never done, like yeah. naturally just doesn't come. But the desire to do it was there and it was growing and allowing my my hands and my body just to, to shift. Yeah. From not being so tense, but softer. Yeah. And I was concerned about everyone watching me and right. judging me. Right. And I sat there for the, the whole process took about two hours. I mean, we really went in there, but I spent about thirty to forty-five minutes afraid. Do you think they were like the what? What do you think? What was the fear that they were going to judge you on? Just in just that he's sitting more feminine. That okay? So you were actually like worried about them perceiving you as more feminine, as weaker because okay. Okay. Like almost like judging my character. Yeah. Or judging me. And I was afraid. Now I'm afraid because and I'm surrounded by people who love me. Right. At that moment I realized people deal with this shit every day. Yeah. Not by choice. Yeah. But because they have to. Yeah. And it minimized my fucking fear yeah. because it's like how can I who speaks about fucking living how you're supposed to be yourself? Right. Regardless of the obstacles, fucking do it. Right. And I'm sitting here afraid. Yeah. And there's people who deal with this, suffer through this every day. Right. That pushed me over into the ability to start loosening up. Yeah. And I cried. You know, it was sad because there's pain out there that because of what our constructs are right. that aren't necessary. After doing this, I realized... I'm powerful however I express myself. Yeah. The heels allow me to feel sexy. I never felt sexier in my life nice. than when I, I was able to do that and allow my body to express what I feel is sexy about me. Nice. Uh, I saw myself in the mirror. I couldn't believe myself. It, it was like I was so beautiful to myself. <laughs> and there's no reason why I shouldn't be doing this. Like I can't. Why can't I express this part of myself more regularly? So let me let me ask you this: Like now that you've done that, when you when you look in the mirror, can you still see that beauty, like of yourself encompassing that identity, like just as you are? Like, cause you're here sitting I, in front of me right now, dressed very male presenting with painted nails. Yeah. Right. Like. There's like an element where I'm seeing all of those things come out in you in subtle ways, but like, 
you know, without it being in full, you know, and I don't yeah. know if that's true if you're feeling that more. So the, the, the growth of this is experiencing the desire to not have to associate with either gender. Yeah. And just be. Right. Right. Then it makes you think, well, why the fuck do we have sections in stores? Right. You know, why, why do I have to shop in a specific section? Right. Why can't I go look over there because I want it? So yeah. I do it. Uh, now I understand tailoring different cuts, different body shapes. Right. I understand that 100%. But one shouldn't be afraid to go and shop wherever they want to shop. We shouldn't even have to deal with that. When it comes to restrooms, it's it's about the person, not about the gender. You know, if Absolutely. there's a, the predator is going to be a predator regardless of who they are, right. of whatever gender they are, of they're going to be a predator. And it's like usually heterosexual. And, 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 and yeah, <laughs> and, and so then it's like, well, while I was in Pittsburgh, I was chatting with my friend out there, and this topic came up. Okay. And. Uh, I was speaking about how I want to start incorporating more and more wear, feminine wear, expression wear, into my cycle, root clothing options, because I'm not going to just speak about it. I have to do it. Right. I have to do it for two reasons. One, it's, I have to be, I have to do that. Yeah. Uh, but two, Days after I posted the pictures on Instagram, I got messages from people who follow me. Mm-hmm. And they were inspired to do subtle things, nice. but to open those doors for themselves. So if I can have a platform to help somebody else see that it's okay, yeah. you know, you're not the only one. Nice. I'll do it. You know, so it's, it's a responsibility. Have you gotten any backlash? No. Yeah, actually, yes. I did from a friend of mine. Interesting. And it was it was disheartening because she said that's not what a real woman does. Hmm. Right. So that goes back to the idea of these definitions of the and it's like of what it means to be to, a, to a, be a woman, right? <laughs> you know, like genitalia does not make the gender. Like <laughs> and, and it's like <laughs> kind of thing. when when I put that on, it wasn't. I, so people were asking me, "What's your drag name?" I'm like, there is no drag name, and there is no name. It's Joshua. Right. And this is how I'm going to be, regardless of how I I dress. I have, like, Felicia gave me this, like, really sexy little black dress, and I've always liked... So, I'm not in love with makeup. Like, there's no lie. Like, I'm not in love with it for my female friends. I'm not in love with it for myself. That is gorgeous makeup, though. (laughs) See, like... (laughs) That's, that's, I mean, like, I, yeah, those, you're owning that. But I, I, when I saw it, I felt it because it's very, but right. And now this is a, oh, this is a lot. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm not going to be able to commit to that because (laughs) that why it's beautiful and gorgeous, but it's not. Over time, it's also expensive. You can ask <laughs> ask any of your female friends how expensive it is to wear makeup all the time, and they will surely enlighten you into the bill. Makeup ain't no joke. No, no, no. I'm I'm sure. Um, I mean that's the thing is like, like you wear it like I like when the only person who's ever done my makeup has been Felicia, and like 
you know, she makes my eyes look pretty, and I like that. Like, it's, like, it's nice. It's nice to, like... To like, feel. Yeah, to but, feel. like, I'm not... When I'm wearing makeup, I'm not associating that, like, with this idea of being a female. Like, I'm associating it with, for me, in this moment, it's making... Being beautiful. Making me feel and look beautiful, yep. right? Like, I, I guess that's all... Like, I'm not trying to... I, I'm really, like, I... I try to like cut a careful ground especially as like a cis white male like of like you know going on too much of this stuff but like this has been a long journey for myself as well and nothing has ever fit in a way that makes sense I always say like just I'm queer in every way because like terminology is not working for me like yeah Gender queer, queer queer, whatever. Like, you know, I just don't want to be bound Boxed. to those things yeah. anymore because it doesn't make sense to me anymore. Yeah. You know, I sometimes want to be in bed and I want to, like, yeah, I want to be made love to like a female. I don't know, like, you know, whatever terminology that other people need to, like, encapsulate what I, mm -hmm. you know, but, like, I don't know what that means because it's still me. It's mm -hmm. not, like... A female and I don't fuck like a male you know like I get fucked like Aaron and I fuck like Aaron <laughs> you know or whatever you know I interact like who I am like this really great guy in Brooklyn once like came over and we had like a really interesting evening of pot smoking and listening to reggae music and because <laughs> it's Brooklyn and and he told me like afterwards he's like you encompass like all this great feminine and masculine energy and like I thought it was like a really wonderful compliment like apparently it wasn't his thing but like <laughs> it was definitely but still, intri that's, intriguing that's... that he said it and I really liked the way that it sounded when it came off of his lips and I you know but like I don't like these ideas of masculinities like I find it like a challenge because like even when we're talking about these, like, interactions, like, I think about, you know, like, there's always been this age-old kind of relationship between older queer people and younger queer people, mentorship, whatever, yes, sexual components to it, whatever, you know, like, you know, the, the newbies, like, coming out of college and the, like, older gay men at the bars having conversations, shooting the shit, whatever, you know, people trying to learn from each other, Yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and this, this like, kind of, like, all these roles that we play as the people we are in the world, right? Like, you are a person. You're not just Master Joshua or whatever, right? You know, you have your own identity and your own life to live as well as what you do and work with your clients, right? And that is something we've been, like, really trying to, like, talk about lately because, you know, people who work we'll say for an umbrella term, work with people and work with like kind of helping other people like get through whatever they need to get through or achieve whatever they're looking for, you know, yeah. in a, in a situation with somebody like, you know, you can spend a lot of time doing that and forget to work on yourself. You know, we interviewed, um, Siren, um, who is this amazing person from Australia who does all this great work in seminars and stuff and like talks about like you know making sure like workers take care of themselves you know yeah. you need to make sure you're doing stuff that's good for you and positive for you and you know and like I started thinking about that and was like how important it is like 
I sometimes do forget to like engage in meaningful relationships outside of the other things that I'm doing for work, you know, and that is, you feel that after a while because it's like, I'm not doing everything I should, (laughs) you know, and we do have to remember we are, we play multiple roles. I'm always using that to comment again on like these ideas of gender, right? Like, you know, there's this theory called the lesbian continuum and I talk about it all the time, but like, you know, this idea that we are expected to fulfill many different roles in our life cycle where we're, we're brothers, we're lovers, we're, you know, whatever our profession is, we have all these things going on and, and therefore putting one person in a box, even when like in terms of gender expression, like sexuality, all these things don't allow us to like fully encompass all the roles that we could be meant for in our life, yeah. right? Like, yeah. you know, people get meaning from a lot of things and, and for me, definitely people is one of them. Like I, I don't know for myself what other purpose to have other than a sense of community while I'm living and breathing on this planet. Yeah, and love like, the people around you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, keep, keep the energy around, keep it positive, keep growing, keep the vibrations high. Absolutely. So where, where um, can, I, can I ask a, a question? Has your partner been like very supportive of like all this journey? Oh yeah, 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 100%, yeah. 100%. Nice. Uh, yeah, 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 it's, it's been supported by, by my entire lover family. That's like, great. Everyone. Uh, so we ended up going out that evening and I felt beautiful. I felt gorgeous. I felt sexy. Nice. And it gave me confidence to mm-hmm. to to be myself in that leather headspace right. as as Master Joshua, but right. Mistress Joshua, I guess you could say. <laughs> and just walking out in public and being that way, I felt I, I felt like I've never felt before. Uh, at the end of the night, we took pictures and we played with a little bit more and I, yeah, it, the feminine energy was able to flow much more fluidly as I fell into myself. So you can feel yourself owning this energy as well as like a dominant energy within this energy. Yeah. Yeah. Cause when I started speaking about a lot of people were thinking it would be forced feminization or right. humiliation, which, which, which we were discussing, like, which off, off thing earlier. Yeah. And it was like, absolutely not. So talk about that though, because you had made comments when we were talking earlier, uh, about, about that and, and that, um, it is something that like in the gay community, I definitely, you know, like, I struggle when people are like, oh, treat me like a bitch. And you're like, what? Like, yeah, yeah. I have so many female friends. I can't, like, get good content. No, no. Like, I, I, think, I think it's an evolution of, yeah. of cultural morals okay. that we are experiencing before sure. everyone else. The head of the power curve. Yeah. Understanding what it is and what it isn't. And having knowing that we have to unlearn two, three thousand years of culture yeah. as people yeah. and not as men or women, but as human beings, you know, it hearing that hearing that terminology or thinking. So forced feminization, right? Yeah. How do you navigate that? I 
I can't do it because to me it's not humiliating. A woman is not humiliating. Okay, Patties so are not that is on your like yeah like, I, boundary I, list. I I can't do that because I don't personally as in a personal relationship I can't do that. Yep. When it comes to role playing with clients, we would discuss why we're there okay. before we even do it. Because you, because some of the female dom doms do that as do a Force person, them, yeah, right. And and how how do they know? I'm I'm shooting a bunch of questions at you, you know, but and, now and I'm fascinated. And it's that's why I asked the question. Yeah, because there are f female dominants out there doing it. What does it say about their perspective of femininity? Right. Subconsciously, maybe. I mean, because there's professionals who do it, and then there's lifestyles who do it professionally as well. Right. Uh, but that's a question that runs across the entire board. Right. You know, if you're doing it, why are you doing it? Right. And sit with that question and think about it. You know, right. there's not a right or wrong answer because, I mean, morally, uh, from our topic discussion now, it could be construed as immoral or... Well, so, so Felicia and I, like, often navigate this. So, like, or, like, they're tough discussions. Like, I, I usually don't, like, in my, my life, my don't do's are race play and, like, things that are, like, diminutive to women. Yeah. Like, I, I don't like the idea of it. I can't get turned on by it. It's, yeah. it's, it's problematic to me politically. Therefore, it's problematic to me sexually yeah. or professionally or on any level like but you know I do like I do have like this challenge in my head that I much rather I much rather somebody be able to work with these individuals to get them out of this particular role play or at least help them like encapsulate it into not being a female yeah to be like if you have issues with your ideas of masculinity we can like tease those out and we can exploit them and we can do whatever and, yeah but like let's Without not having make it to. about female identity yeah like yeah. you know but it's like that's like asking that's asking a lot of people who do this to, to take check. on that kind of task yeah, within themselves now that's yeah. that's why that's the direction I take it. Yeah. I, I want I'm gonna ask you why do you need this? Yeah. And you're gonna tell me. Okay. And now it's you were gonna hit a wall because we're doing this for growth. Right. We're not just doing it for stimulation. Because these are clients again, long term long term right. clients. So these are aspects of their character that we're gonna discuss and approach and right. maybe change. Right. Maybe open their eyes to something more accepting or neutral or right. or appreciative. Yeah. You know, uh, like I did with my during that discussion, I called my male sub who likes to be forced to wear women's panties. Right. And this question just popped into my head in discussion when we were chatting. So yeah. I I called I called my sub and I asked him. I go, well, why is it? And I told him to sit on the question because I want him to think about it. Yeah. I want him to question it. What is it about it that makes it? And, you know, I think we both came to the understanding it's, he was he conditioned that culturally. Right. You know, how do you unlearn that? Right. Yeah. By, by ex 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 
by observing the question, like breaking it down, seeing how you feel about certain aspects and then applying it to parts of your life. Like yeah. he was really, his mom was his everything. Mm. So you take that role right. and then you take the idea of force feminizing, being less than, where do we make the comparison and or why don't we? You know, that's yeah, it's funny. Like on a, a lighter version of that, I had a female friend the other day. We were talking about like, you know, kind of like nineteen fifties gender norms and mm-hmm. like, you know, she's like, Oh, you know, she's a heterosexual woman and she's mad cool and she lives in New York and she's she's like, you know, somebody said I you know, she she's like I always like kind of thought I was kind of butch, you know, in, in, and I was like, oh, you know, and I could see why she said that, but then she's like, you know, but somebody told me I'm actually like pretty femme, and I was like, well, you know, you're, butch is probably the new femme, you know, and we started <laughs> talking about, I'm like, no, you're not like, you know, baking up the cookies, like waiting for husband at the door, like, no. Yeah. You know, like, what what does that mean, right, to you? Like, let's talk about it. Like, you're closer to gender neutral. Therefore, like... You can be... You can be whatever, right? Like, you're... And, like, it's great that somebody still considers that feminine. I think that's unnecessary. But, like, I think that that's great. Because it does mean that somebody who is, like, not subscribing to all of these, like, gender constructs for women, like, in these old-fashioned kind of ways, is, like, not having her, like identity as a female question right yeah. because that's what happens too right that's what happened like to try to you know dismantle the women's movement and everything all this like baiting about lesbianism and like oh it's a bunch of women who want to be men and they hate men and you know the feminazi term got like spread throughout and like all of a sudden like you know oh we couldn't pass the era wow what do you figure you know women can't get equal rights you know like that's crazy but that happens all the time and it was just playing on these kind of ideas of what it means to be a female and if you're you're what if you're independent if you're asking for equality then you're masculine now, yeah right like oh my god yeah. you know like i don't like it's the things i hate most about top and bottom identity and gay male culture like you know like what you like like what but you- like you know, and it's like everyone, everyone in some degree is versed. Everyone's a switch. Everyone, it, all, all it is is trust and relationships and finding the right people to feel comfortable right. and vulnerable. Right. That's all it is. But, you know, it's, it's tough because we're not talking. Yeah. Well, and I'm sorry that that misogyny worked so well on you that, like, you were able to thankfully admit that you were gay but like still want nothing to do with any gay quote-unquote stereotypes right like which have nothing to do again with being gay there are tons of effeminate effeminate heterosexual identifying men in the world you know like this actually the things they're talking about have nothing to do with femininity on any level really they're like affects of people right the way we speak the whatever our main influences were at our psychosexual social development are like, what? That's how we're talking, right? It has nothing to do with anything else, you know? Like, I hate it. It's, it's the worst part because it's, you're learning how, you're learning the dullest, most boring rules of attraction about people, right? It's like based on 
these very prepackaged concepts of male and female mm-hmm. and like sexy and yeah. unsexy. Yeah, yeah. Right? And instant gratification. Yeah, right? There's no no commitment to There's tantric no sex anymore. <laughs> There's no investment. No investment. No investment. Well, I I definitely like I definitely am happy that we're having this conversation. Like I I think the only way to kind of like get people talking and thinking about it like look I'm all into subdom scene I think there's a lot of release into it like I just like I think we need to get it out of that like connection to like female like yeah like being that like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's totally not I mean when it comes to to genders and DS uh I'm a firm believer, again, everyone has a dig- you fall on a spectrum sure. of top and bottom, down yeah, south, yeah, yeah. Uh, which vary between each person you meet, right. you know, and even the most dominant person will have someone they're submissive to. There's someone out there that's going to be more dominant than you, and there's someone out there that will always be more submissive than you. You may never meet them, right? but there's a, they're out there, yeah. you know, and it's just chemistry yeah you know, and it's, you know, there's just nothing you could do about it it's just you can fight it and that's why you have marriages that fall apart because the men aren't assuming and this is a very general statement <laughs> but the men aren't understanding their submissive roles in the relationship because culture tells them they're supposed to be the dominant right so they fight right they well they fight themselves right they fight themselves because they think they're entitled to power to power yeah right. that, that it's it's an equal platform anyway so (laughs) it's a good thing it's an important thing to mention because gender is all about power right these things were set up a very specific way so a very specific set of people could have a very specific amount of power over another set of people if we don't mention that we fail to understand the overarching idea of the gender construct like that's why it's there right yeah if men couldn't subjugate women what women were property at one point Right. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy. <laughs> this you know. evolution that we're talking about is the evolution of like going from being archaic, fucking barbaric kind of civilization to being humane human people, right? Yeah. Like, this is not a big ask. No, no, no. And it, it matters. certainly it's is important. a big fight, though, right? Like, it's important. It's you know, I've when I was in the military, and again, I have to go to the gender identities for this. Sure. Uh, there were male Marines and female Marines. Yep. And there were female Marines that I would trust more in a fighting home next to me than the male Marines because it wasn't about gender, it's about character. You know, it's about how able-bodied <laughs> well and where your, well heart, where your heart is. Well said. And, you know, if I've got to go and fight and die with someone, sure as shit, I, it, gender didn't matter. There was people that I would prefer. Yeah. And they came from all across the spectrum. I had like another question. Sorry, not to skip around because you you mentioned uh, female soldiers. I thought again about female doms, mm-hmm. which is made me think about the males who are getting dominated and want the feminization by the female doms. Like that's also got to be a complicated like like thing, right? If you're sitting there thinking that like being feminized is is a subjugated role like a sub role but it's a female 
like doing it like is it believable or is it, are you still retaining your dominance in that because of what you're already thinking about feminization <laughs> Yeah, I don't not to do a whirlwind, no, no. but like that's, 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 I, I do have like a complicated that, roundabout that is, because like I'm not saying you would know it consciously. No, no, no. That's <laughs> that's a tough one. I don't I sorry. don't even know if that that could be a conscious answer. No, you're right. It's, right? Yeah, I'm that's, sorry. That's I should go on like an investigative <laughs> road. I'm like always trying for that. I got some that's questions. So funny. That's so, no, but that's no. It's that <laughs> just to ponder. Nobody yeah, has to have yeah, any yeah. answer, but uh, like. Well, I ponder to think about that. Like, it's funny because you mentioned that, and I think of myself as a sexual submissive, mm-hmm. uh, and I could see myself wearing. What do you mean by sexual submissive? Like, to the top, or to the dominant. Okay. I would. I enjoy being dominated sexually, being told to do this, Got it. being told to perform certain certain things, and. I could see myself wearing lingerie to feel sexy, but not submissive or less than. Right. It's because it makes me feel more desired, more desirable because it, the way it sleeks and, and form fit forms, form fits my body. Yeah. You know? Wow. Yes, I know what you're talking. About. <laughs> no, I mean literally was having this conversation, like a, a version of this conversation, with a friend of mine the other night because. For all intents and purposes, I'm I'm pretty sexually dominant. Like mm-hmm. like people tend to gravitate towards me that are looking to like be given permission. Yeah. I think that's the best way. To be and just to be given permission to be themselves, whatever that means. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm good at that. They come for the freedom. Yeah. Well, and it's my freedom that none of it really bothers me with mm-hmm. a reason. Yeah. <laughs> um, within reason and legality and all that jazz. But, um, you know, it's... I do have, because we keep talking about we are many different... We are many different people. And, like... And it's not all of one or another for me. And it never has been. And I used to think it had to be. And it's why, like, all of these ideas of binaries in general, I've always struggled with. Yeah. Like... To be all of something or anything just never made sense because like I sit there thinking well no but like I'm curious and if I do that does like I felt that way about sexuality for the longest time like when I first came out I thought I I have to be even though I could no longer be what is the term a gold star gay because I had already fucked that up like the idea was like oh my goodness like you know what what I could certainly never go back. Like I'm all in, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I like just, you were I, on one side of the fence or the other. Yeah, and I like I failed at it immediately. Like immediately went through an identity crisis with it because I was like, okay, this must mean I'm 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 what I'm confused. Yeah, what like what, what, I am just experimenting. Like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah, wow. Yeah, so I mean that was complicated, and it took me a long time to like kind of deprogram the you know, sorry, the gay agenda, (laughs) (laughs) which I'll call at the time, like, was the HRC agenda, which was a very respectability politics. We want everybody to look like this because we're arguing that we should have equality based on the idea that we're just like heterosexual people. And okay, fine, some are, and some are. And some are, What does that fucking mean? (laughs) What does that mean? 
like we have to eat and have houses and some of us want to raise kids like what <laughs> like yeah. we're human beings oh cool great yeah. no let's educate people on what queer culture is really like that yeah, would have been radical so you actually yeah. understand it yeah. like in a way that would make sense how yeah. we have no sense it's not education. just a celebration right there's a lot of mourning to go with it too oh my goodness yes and i mean those are things that i really you know i just hope we start balancing in the conversations that we're having well it's things. it's like uh you were speaking about consent and mal mm. and well for for this conversation we'll call it gay culture yeah and how those boundaries those lines are blurred often and they're taught to be acceptable because that's the culture right well at what point do we start realizing if we want to be treated the same, if we want it to be treated equally we, and respectfully, we have to start holding ourselves at a higher standard or more accountable for our behavior, right? You can't just Precisely. go grabbing me right. just because. No matter what the culture was, it no longer is. Right. You know, I've had to put my hands on someone at the Eagle for slapping a bottom's butt that I was flogging Oh, wow. He just walked by and he just did it and he, yep. he laughed for a second. Then I grabbed him and we had a few choice words and the bottom had no idea what happened. Yeah. But, you know, it. the person thought that was okay. That's a fucking no-no. And, no. And <laughs> you don't do that. Wow. You know? And like you're definitely, if you're, you're touching somebody else's um, sub, like you yeah. have broken all sorts of goddamn yeah, etiquette so, right there. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's a culture that has to be that has to mature with yeah. with our demands, you know. If we want to be treated equally, if we want to be, why is it that we can't have deep meaning relationships and we have to rely on hookup culture right. to meet people? You know, it, it doesn't have to be. I got into a discussion with one of my leather brothers about gay culture and I got into a discussion previously with a gentleman from the quote unquote old guard who said leather was about leather and sex, and that's all it's gonna be. That is that all. That's all it can ever be. Because if it's if it's not, that's then then it's not real. It's not. It's like them telling us we'll never can never have healthcare for all, right? <laughs> so, so I look at him. I go, well, that's not true, mm. because that's not how I live my leather life. Truth. And that's the <coughs> that's part of the culture that I encompass. <laughs> yeah, this prescription <clears throat> for everybody. So, like, you know, the general unfortunate thing is, like, this idea that, like, it can't be sexy to, like, have a highly consent-based yeah, sexuality. to discuss it. And why not, though? Like, this is just a matter of us thinking about this. Uh, thinking about it. Thinking if about the it. goal is still sex or a sexual encounter. Or enjoying each other. Shouldn't it be even hotter, like, to talk if you have it. it figured out? And, like, wouldn't you avoid so many more disappointments if you had negotiated it beforehand rather than, like doing it and realizing the chemistry was and you learn so much more about yourself being able to speak about yourself openly absolutely like and be yourself like that's what i say to every sexual partner i ever had if in the space of being naked with you if you can't be yourself i can't be myself right we're not going to have that energy that we need for this to be that natural fulfilling for chemistry, both of yeah. us right like 
if you can't relax and be yourself, and I realize that's a journey for some people, you know? Oh, yeah, it's a journey for everyone. I mean... But for me, that's either job work or that's, <laughs> that's like, you know, an intimate partner that we've yeah, established yeah, some yeah. sort of other level of, like, intimacy for, and we're going on that journey together. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, for my partners that, like, I want to have a good like ready to go kind of time with like that is what i try to figure out when i'm negotiating whether i'm having sex with them how in your own skin where, are you where are we gonna go are with you, this? right are you because about to ask know. me if i'm masculine because we I, got a fucking problem I, right I, I, I want to know how far into the deep end we can go yeah comfortably absolutely because I, I, my intent isn't to push your boundaries right my intent is to swim within your boundaries freely Absolutely. and if we get to the edge we see where the edge is but yeah. i'm not swimming to the edge mm -hmm. you know I, I i want to i want to see what it's all about well and they you know the other person still has to be in control of their own boat yeah. you know to whatever degree yeah. right like you're not necessarily going to be you know like some people are like seeking to be guided a little bit yeah. which is fine but you yeah. have to have a base understanding enjoy yourself yeah and like to be able to enjoy yourself right like that's all I want, man, because, like, I see so many people bummed out by their interactions. Like, look, hookup sex is hookup sex. It's cool for what it is, but there's a point where you realize you need more from some, from your investment. You're, you're missing. You're empty. You're alone. You're, yeah. you're not sharing your deeper thoughts with anyone. And you don't get to evolve, right? If you have one-time sex partners, which, again, not knocking it, there's a lot of hot one-time encounters here yeah, and there yeah. that, like... You can luck out on absolutely, yeah. and it's hot. I mean, shit. Exactly, but like, if you get to know, like, if you like, I had sex. self exploration. I had you can't explore yourself yeah. with strangers. Exactly, it's, and it's really hard to do that safely. Exactly, exactly. And it's like you know, people people are always looking for partners and husbands and wives and this and that. And it's like, no, thank you. It's like, why don't you fuck your friends? <laughs> why don't you play? Yes. Why don't you play with people in your life who you trust? Uh, this is gonna be master Joshua. Why don't you fuck your friends? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, no, we said honestly, it was exactly what we were saying with my friends this weekend. Like, there is a comfortability like that you can develop. Like, it's not equal. Like, some of my yeah. friends are way more comfortable in their skin than others but being around people that they trust i've seen their evolution look i'm a first naked all the time and i know there's I'm a lot of the same way. a lot of no nakeds and like you know felicia has talked about that a lot like never naked and like i get all of that like you know these are sexual people that aren't necessarily comfortable in their yeah, own skin yeah, sometimes yeah. and or the, even the comfort of mm. Even the comfort of. And I get that. Like, I'm the same way. I'll be naked and you can be dressed however you want to be. And I'm exactly. not thinking that way because yeah. it's not a thing. Yeah. And I was lucky. I was definitely, you know, raised with the opposite of body shame. So, you know, I kudos to my parents for never, like, shaming me around my body. Never shaming me about masturbation. Never shaming me about sex. All that stuff. Really, really good. You know? Yeah. You still have, unfortunately, the outside world that to you have to with. contend with. That's yeah. why these conversations are not questions or not things yeah, that not openly the everyday, like, normie society can answer for those of us who are navigating these questions. So, I, I, let me finish with this. All right. So, and then I'm going to speak about my time in the government. Oh, yes. Please. So, as time progressed, I tried different outfits and I, I was feeling myself out and... One of my more centered 
feel uh, feeling or skin or representation of myself was here. So yeah. I have those boots. Oh yes, yes, yes. There are some tights. I have a waist cincher with a leather shirt. Uh huh. I like it. Uh, harness and my cap. So wait, that's like a bodice, like that's thing? a waist cincher. Waist cincher. Yeah. So I'm really bad with those terms, but yeah. Okay. Like a corset, steel bones. Yeah, like a corset. I'm sorry. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So. It's a really boots. hot one, by no, the way. It's, oh my goodness! So I felt myself then. I felt as a dominant person. Yeah. Not anywhere, either or, right. because. The walk was very sensual, very sleek and sexy. Yeah. But in a feminine way. Gotcha. The control was not as, and I, I have I use the terms masculine and feminine because those are probably the easiest ways I can express it. Yeah, absolutely. Like uh, I mean, I, I mean we need. I, that's. There's only so much you can like <laughs> like. Neutralize it, right. equal it. There's terminology that we need to use so people understand what we're talking about. So, the <laughs> dominance wasn't such a masculine dominance as if if you're looking at me from my shoulders up. You know, I had some stubble. I had my and my my leather cover. Gotcha. And my uniform with the harness. Yeah. So, the image is masculine. But the body language, the movement, the energy exchange was very feminine. Yeah. And it feels natural that way. Yeah. I felt more natural that way than I do with a more masculine presence. Interesting. And it was the power of the draw of that confidence of I'm going to touch you and you're going to respond to it a very specific way because that's what I want. And... It was a real dominance that I, like, a power exchange with the person. Like, I love The Little Mermaid. I saw it two times, three times on Broadway. I fucking love that movie. Nice. Uh, Ariel and... Ursula. Ursula. <laughs> her... Yeah. Finesse. Her, her, her diva qualities. Her wit. Yes. <laughs> They were amazing. Yeah, you know she had this this draw to her was like a god goddess. It was a goddess, absolutely. And that was a huge influence to me. And, and a my goddess. <laughs> and that was a, a huge influence on me on what feminine energy is. Uh, I think that's the first time I've, I've expressed that. Oh well, it was very well articulated. Like I, I was. Uh, yeah, what was it? I was thinking of something that specifically you were saying, like, as you were... Oh, right. Have you... I've, I feel like I may have mentioned this person's name before. Have you heard of... Um, I think it's Pat Khalifa. She was a... Um, I think she still exists. I should, should have looked that up before I brought this up. But she, she's done a lot of writing about her experiences as a... She's a lesbian who started topping gay men mm -hmm. um for a living essentially and like fisting them yeah. and like pegging them and doing like you know and she would I, I believe she was also a dom um but i don't know i don't know if i remember that exactly but she writes a lot about these things around gender and and 
because these stories are with gay men, it's a very intriguing, like, leveling of the gender card, right? Because, like, that's not what this experience for them has nothing to do with gender. So it's essentially what she was writing about. To speak on that, in the King Collective group that, uh, it's, it's an organization, a group that we, I've created to open the doors for people looking for a community that is truly judge-free. Like, yeah. I don't care anything about you as long as you come here looking to contribute your time and dedication to growth, right. you're here with us. Yeah. And it doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. And as we've grown, I three, four, five gay men have come in. And to watch their their growth from, I'm a gay male and I'm in this... In, I'm in an unfamiliar situation, right. mixed gender, right. but I'm speaking with people and I'm comfortable speaking with people on such an open level, it starts to not matter. Right. Now I'm speaking with people about kink and fetish and right. desires, and we're matching on a lot of things, but you're not a man and I'm not hetero, right. but we're, there's a chemistry here. Now. Gotcha. We have a relationship. Yeah. Then we start to play. Yeah. And the play develops into whatever it develops. What, yeah, whatever you negotiate with that person. And these men have realized that sexual orientation isn't a thing. It's a thing we put on ourselves, yeah. but we can connect with people regardless of who they are. Right. So to see, and that's just an example of everyone. everyone. But I think, I, th I think where people have trouble with this concept, and I think it's important to like, you know, pause it for mm -hmm. a moment and talk about it because there will be like gay men who will be like, sure, you know, like I can see that, right? Like, you know, I feel like there's many a gay man who has had like a drunk story with their like female BFF on a night yeah, yeah. in Rome or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Not, not me. <laughs> now I have a friend who's going to be like, wait, did we do something in Rome? No, I swear we didn't. That, that I remember we didn't do anything in Rome or ever. But, um, <laughs> um, but like, just, you know, like, this idea that, like, like I said that earlier, like, once you kind of, like, are okay with that, then you have to have the same level of everything with everyone. Yeah. And I don't, like, I don't think that that's true. Like, you can have your... Oh, no, I see what you mean. You yeah, know, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? 100%. Like, like, and it's not... It's oh, not, if, I, if I play or do these kind of, like, certain things with women... Then like, it has to be all women. Like, right, now do I need to fuck women? Yeah, now no, do no, I need no, to, no. like, Absolutely be in relationships not. with women? Yeah, Is this a slippery yeah, slope? No, no, no. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can, I can totally <laughs> All puns <say> intended, <laughs> you know, like... Yeah, it's... And it's so not, you know, but we feel the pressures of needing to be in a relationship if we're going to engage intimately with someone. I always said, like, Felicia and I always joke that, like, I, like, she, I've been the most sexual and non-sexual with Felicia more than any other person, like, female person in my life, just because the way we are comfortable around each other sexually, yeah. you know, like, you know, we're, we're up in here, like, camping, doing videos, like, completely comfortable around each other, yeah, yeah. like, in, in, and we're able to navigate, like, our own sexuality Yourself. really well and like I've always been comfortable in that space around women and like it's been the one thing that sometimes now don't get me wrong like I'm mostly talking about queer women or women who yeah 
are comfortable in these spaces in as spaces, well. Yeah. You know, not saying straight women can't be. No, but I know like, what you mean. I know what you it mean. has to like you know that negotiation. There's an has experience. There's an exp- exp- expression themselves. Right. And I think that those were the things where these integrations, integrating yeah. of spaces on this level is intimidating to some, some it, queer men especially because it's like well. What does that if make a, me? Is a straight woman going to be comfortable with me being comfortable with my sexuality in front of them? Like, yeah. I I would imagine them looking for the first like look of disgust about yeah. like yeah. some there's, sort there's of queer so behavior. You know, and you what's know? funny is everyone f- misses the point that you're going to talk to the people around you. Sure. You know, it's like you're not going to. And again, this is for the spaces that that I host. Yeah. You're going to come in and you're going to be spoken to like a person. Yeah. And you're not going to be objectified. And you're not going to be asked about anything beyond who are you. Right. You know, I don't care about your orientation, gen- none of that. Right. I want to know who you are. Yeah. So then I can introduce you to other people who are of the same mind. Right. You know, because you once you start talking to the people, you're comfortable. Right. And it's not taboo discussion anymore. Now it's just discussion. Right. So you can express yourself freely. The men, the gay men that have that I've come across that desire to be penetrated or topped by women, about half of them, maybe a little more, are attracted to the feminine, to women, right. dominant women, but they can't openly address it because it's going to question their sexuality. Right. Well, does that make me not gay? You know, right. if I'm if I'm a gay man, why do I have these desires? Right. So I do it secretly behind closed doors, so my gay friends don't know. And then they can't question them. It's you like know? reverse but closeting. It's like, <laughs> like, but it's like, why do we do it to What would that concept even be? It like blows my mind a little bit. Like, um, yeah. Well, that's, that's, I mean, that's the boxes of like the identity trap. Right? Yeah, that's like, what we do to ourselves. I, I, you know, like I know for myself, like as I age, I have, you know, my diet, my desires have changed and they've like morphed and like, you know, things aren't centered around gender as much as they are centered around, like, I don't know, like, I mean, honestly, like, things like worldview are important now. Things are like, yeah, the person, like how you, you are person. to people in the world. And yes, like, what your sexual chemistry and energy is. Like, I mean, it's why, like, the women that I am friends with, most of them, I would be comfortable being naked with and around, you know? Yeah. And, and, yeah. I would be perfectly comfortable with them being naked and sexual in front of me. Like, or even or even naked without the intent of anything sexual. Right. It's, yeah. You just, you just exist in, in my space Absolutely. because I care about Absolutely. you. I've been very fortunate. <laughs> I've had like a, like some fun experiments with that, with my friend circles of like mixed sexualities and genders mm-hmm. and everything about being like comfortable in front of each other naked in a non-sexual and, like yeah. context because like, we're just we're just existing like i yeah. do that i do that a lot you know yeah. with, if you're in my life you're in my life because you accept me yeah see i was gonna suggest we should either do this like podcast naked or in dresses like, <laughs> i was like ah oh, you know how comfortable could we like be for this podcast <laughs> it is like the screw after all no but but like i really I love that like we've been able to talk about these things. It's what I hope that other men, yes, even straight men, I hope are sitting down and like really like how important is this concept of gender to you? Like yeah. is it really 
like for straight men especially, is it really so important you want to alienate the objects of your desire <laughs> to the point where you need to fight for the right to toxic masculinity so bad that <laughs> to jump on that to jump on that I think uh, when I was speaking with my friend out in Pittsburgh and mm. he said he brought something up that goes on Twitter uh, force uh, or Fem Fridays within the gay community uh-huh. where men are dressing up in lingerie nice. and he said it bothers him oh. because it's again it's the whole gender thing okay of why does a fem have to be women's underwear sure you sure. Know, why is it even a thing? Why? Sure. Why are we championing this objectification? And it was like I can understand that. You know, it's it's tough because what do we do? How do we now? So that to me, that is that's where you like start getting into like the too much of the respectability politics like mm-hmm. aspect. Like, right? You can. I mean, I I made the argument myself. I think you know gender neutrality would be healthier for everybody, and I think it should be absent of these things that have been defined as masculine and feminine for us. Yeah. However, there they are there. The constructs have happened. They've been working on people for years and years and years. Um, and I'll just put it in a working person's context. People's lives are stressed and shitty, and sometimes their fetishes bring them a lot of escape and enjoy. And like, I don't know. Fuck you. I'm not like ready to take that away from anybody for like, like a thing that doesn't necessarily have to be anti-feminist yeah, on yeah, any yeah. level. Like. This is a product many women wear. These men are wearing it because it makes them feel in touch with whatever. It makes them feel sexy. It makes them feel themselves. Whatever the point is, you should get to define that for yourself. There shouldn't be a, a, a guard defining that for everybody else. Yeah. Like whatever it is, whether it's around gender or sexuality, let us fucking define. Even these relations, we always say that, right? You're a pansexual person like you have like you know a non-traditional life by the normative society's like standards and like one has to kind of like push back on those definitions like every day and like fight for that to be an okay to be an okay and healthy and 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 happy and fulfilling thing not because it's not but because the outside influences are constantly battering at you, trying to tell you, no, like, it's this, or it's this, or it should be this. Yeah. And you're like, relationships should be defined by the people who are in them. In them, yeah. Right? That is consent, right? <laughs> Not just sexual consent, life consent. Like, you should be getting in and you should be navigating together. Don't let the man <laughs> navigate your relationship for you, tell you what it should look like. Yeah. You have a choice. Free yeah. will, love yeah. it or hate it, you That's know. What we have it for. Yeah, you should put it to good use and for for good use. Like, I would just, I really hope we get get there. I mean, I think it's a really interesting because of your platform and the community that you operate in, and because of its touch, heavy touch to queer men and gay men, and men in general that this conversation is like really important and I hope people are thinking about it more like and I, <laughs> I know Felicia will have a, a thing or two to say about it I'm sure and I, I I look forward I don't think we can have any perspective about these these things without you know bringing women to the table and yeah like, yeah it's very important you know uh, and it's a topic everyone should be discussing yeah 
I mean, what I hear a lot in the kind of like the narrative that's like rallying against, I don't know what the fuck, I mean, it's probably a fake rallying against, but just this idea that like, what are straight men supposed to do now? What are men supposed to do now? Everybody's being me too. Like how, you know, these people are sitting here thinking like there is no fun sex anymore. Just right? learn to care, learn to care and communicate. Yeah. I mean, that is a really like what people, the things that you find hot should be things that involve another person also wanting them. I yeah. think is the general, the general basis. And you do need to work out again, a scene is a scene. I'm, like, you know, we, we never try to take away anybody's kink. The worst thing I think we can do around people who have certain kind of scenes, like the panties or whatever, is like start shaming them. Nothing like, yeah. I feel like, helps somebody double down on like something more than being shamed. Yeah, no, no, no. They bring it further into the closet. Yeah. If anything, it's just, it's just to ask a question, you know, think about that. Yeah. What is it? What does it mean to you? Like, I like to be, I like to wear thigh high boots. Why? Because it makes me feel sexy. Yeah. Well, think about those reasons on why you desire to be dressed. Right. You know, I like to wear a thong because it makes me feel slutty. Right. You know, <laughs> but address it, you know, yeah. speak it and, yeah. and make it your truth and make it okay. Absolutely. Any final parting words? For listeners, anything you want them to know? Uh, you know, just find your value, learn learn who you are, and and share it with people who who understand and appreciate it. You know, invest into people who are investing into you. Nice, very nice. And uh, Spider Man. Multiverse movie. Did you see it? I've been hearing all about oh, this. Oh my god. Watch the, that the movie. The soundtrack. That movie is amazing. The, the movie, <laughs> like, all of my, like, you know, all my favorite, like, uh, superhero fan geeks. Oh my all god. About Spider-Man. This. You have to see it in a large format. So I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Back in the 90s, Speed, awesome 90s movie. Shoot the one the with hostage. the bus. With the bus and Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Shoot the hostage. Yeah. I saw that movie seven times in theater. That was a very popular movie. It was a popular movie. There was a $2 movie theater over in 50th Street, nice. where the worldwide cinema uh, theater is now. And uh, I saw it seven times. I knew the, the whole thing front to back. <laughs> so uh, last year, the movie called uh, The Quiet Place came out, okay, which was an awesome thriller, like a horror movie. I didn't see that. Oh, my God. It was phenomenal. I saw it five times in theaters. Nice. Because it's one of those movies you have to have amazing sound and a big screen and and scare the shit out of yourself. That's awesome. So while I was there, I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm going to break my speed record with this movie. <laughs> uh, it didn't happen. I missed it by two movies. Ah, then Spider-Man came out. And that movie dropped my jaw. Like, I love that movie immediately. This is the multiverse, the animated The one. animated one. It is so incredible. Okay, what? I, all right, well, I, I don't want to give spoilers. I'm not going to give any spoilers. Hell? This is amazing. I saw it seven more times with people because I needed to show people how amazing this movie was. Jesus. And I, every time I watched it, I was, I was seeing new things. You're sure I was you're not connecting. in the theater giving handies? Or <laughs> That's like, how it, many total times? Eight times. So I broke wow. my, I, I broke my speed movie uh, record. 
with an amazing movie okay. that was totally worth the so, time. So that is like your movie recommendation. That fucking movie is one of my top movies ever. Nice. It's one of the best Marvel movies to date. Perfect. And the, what are your parties? Oh, uh, decadence. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, decadence. Right. So decadence <laughs> is uh, impulse, which is the fourth Friday of the month. Yes. And uh, corrosion, which is the all male identifying BDSM play party, the first Saturday of the month. I'm gonna try to make this month. Uh, that's to, uh, this Saturday. Yes. I have uh, I actually put it in my calendar. Oh, this fantastic, time. fantastic. So, you know, if if I my poor ass can scrape together the cash, I am there. <laughs> we also do a lifestyle discussion group, which is a nice. topic driven. And where is that? At? Is that at that's decadence? at decadence as well? That's on the third Thursdays of the month. And what goes on at those meetings? Uh, we we ask general questions, and people contribute. They ask, they answer questions, they ask other people questions. Nice. Uh, it's an open forum discussion that everyone can participate in. After that, there's a play party from 8 to 11. Okay, and what people always ask me for any of these things, can you not participate oh. if you want to not participate? Anything I host under the King Collective banner or anything associated with me in any degree, you can, you can always show up and just be a fly on the wall and never have to engage with anyone on any level. Sweet. Uh, you never feel pressured. The idea behind the events that I host is and decadent host, the first 45 minutes is a social period where everything's closed. Yeah. Because we want people to talk and get familiar with the people around you, friendly. Nice. Not in a pickup type of culture, but in a socializing. That yep. Being comfortable in your surroundings and making friends. Got it. Because you need a social network. After that 45-minute period, we give a safety briefing. We go over the rules, the do's, the do's nots. Nice. And then we open the floor. Nice. We make sure we meet everyone that comes in the door. Uh genuinely not just a handshake and a thanks for coming yeah i talked about that on one of our podcasts you guys were very good at like coming in and uh, like there was a nice like unity amongst the people working at decadence to like take the effort to talk to people that were there that especially were new and that was that was really great yeah it, it matters you know we this is an important part of your life yeah and we're facilitating it <laughs> right so i want to do it right because we all deserve an opportunity to find ourselves, to be ourselves. Absolutely. So it's my responsibility to make that happen. Absolutely. And where can people find you if they're interested in, in you and your services? On social media, uh, it'll be Master Joshua NYC under Instagram and Twitter. On Facebook, it's Master Joshua. On FetLife, it's Master Joshua NYC as well, as well as my website, masterjoshua.com. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for coming thank and talking so to me much. about this important topic. I, I hope I we can do it. this again. Absolutely. <laughs> again and again. <laughs>